we're out here providing a necessity for transportation, but at the same time, we're also a homeless relocation agency. Hello, listeners. Thanks for joining us today. We are back for season three of Seattle Diva with your host, Naomi Morgan. Enjoy the show. Attention writers, please write only if necessary. Maintain distance. Cover your cough. Thank you. Be safe. We have another guest today who is, as our guests for the next four episodes are going to remain anonymous, we are going to refer to her as Care Bear. Uh, Care Bear, do you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about what you do? I am a bus driver for King County Metro. I drive transit buses all around the county, mainly on the east side. Fantastic. Are those hours pretty tough? Um, they can range anywhere from seven and a half hours a day to 16 hours a day. Those ones are the long, tough ones. Okay. But I do drive throughout the east side, which encompasses Bellevue, Kirkland, Redmond, Issaquah, Bothell, Woodenville. Got it. It's not uh, too affluent, but also there are non-affluencies, if you would say. Got it. Okay, so that will really lead into my next question. Uh, Our whole season three is actually all about coping with COVID-19. The pandemic has really flopped our economy upside down, and a lot of different uh, businesses have been affected, and we're really just trying to dig in and get some insight and what's going on in a lot of different places. Do you want to tell us how COVID-19 has affected your profession? So my profession as a whole, um, being a professional motor coach operator or transit professional, as the PC term would go, Mm -hmm. um, there are lots of different walks of life that ride the bus on any given day, and limiting who has access to the bus and why you're on the bus is not um, what we're about as an agency. Mm-hmm. Um, we trans- we are here to transport people because they need to go somewhere. It doesn't matter what you are, who you are, what your you know living status is or anything like that. You are able to come ride the bus for free and we will get you where you need to go as close as we possibly can. Got it. So has there been any changes, any, I mean, there's drastic changes, I think, in everybody's kind of world right now. Is there any big change that you have noticed since the pandemic? Oh my gosh, totally. 75% of our trips right now that we make on the buses are either completely empty or with one to two people. Wow. Is that consistently through the day? That is consistent throughout the entire day. I worked an eight-hour shift last night and had seven people total. Wow. And where are they? Are they commuting to work, or is there... Some of these people are commuting to work. As another one of my very professional coworkers would say, they are non-destinational passengers. As far as bus drivers go, they have cut service approximately by... 25 to 30% of all service has been cut throughout the county. Wow. And what that means is basically on a any given day, you will have anywhere between 
say three and 600, just for round numbers, drivers come into a base, sign in for their work, and go out to work before the pandemic. That's go out and drive a bus. Mm -hmm. After the pandemic, almost 95% of the part-time employees are coming into work, signing in, and immediately going home and getting paid for their work, even though they aren't driving it, because their work has been canceled. So there are also full-time drivers, like myself, that are being made to come into work every day, sign in, but their work is canceled, so they, in turn, have to hang around the base. And as in with any office building, social distancing is not necessarily easy to do, Mm -hmm. but the bases are empty. You're not allowed to be in the workout rooms. You're not allowed to be in the quiet rooms and take a nap. You're supposed to maintain at least six feet of distance from everybody around. There's so are you talking about, is, is this like a, is this like a, like a, like a bus station where? Yeah, this is where we go to pick up our buses okay, got it, at the got base. It, got it. Okay. Sorry. I'm following now. So there's seven of those throughout the county. Got it. And at every single base, it operates a little bit differently, but at the base I'm at, um, which is on the east side. There are two bases over there. Okay. You're supposed to not hang around the base if you don't need to. Like, if your work is canceled, you're supposed to go home. If you come in, sign in, you get paid. But there's no work for you to do. So, and then you've got the people that are in those high-risk categories that are just not coming into work. I can't help but think about how dangerous it is to be operating a public transit right now. I would tend to agree with you. I am one of those, I consider myself lucky that I still have a steady income, that I still have a job to come to every day. Sure. And that I am not going stir crazy at home Mm -hmm. um, because I have quite a few people that I'm well-versed with and my roommates are going stir crazy at home. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing is, uh, am I worried that I'm, you know, going to contract this and be asymptomatic and possibly, you know, expose the people that are staying home? Am I worried that I'm out here driving a bus with people that are not cleanly and not taking care of themselves because they a can't or don't know how, or am I, you know, we're out here providing a necessity for transportation but at the same time we're also a homeless relocation agency and, I, and that sounds really mean and i hope your listeners don't get no that doesn't sound mean that. and you don't have to apologize for that that's just a fact don't that's not mean that's not mean at all that's honesty i mean the homeless i mean they can't be really on the streets right now can they so the deal with the homeless that i understand is that um We're not technically allowed to kick anybody off the bus unless they are either too pungent or causing a disturbance or doing something illegal on the bus, smoking, drinking, Uh doing drugs, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, I haven't seen any reduction in the homeless population around. Like, they're still out wandering around, they're still out doing what they did before, I mean... They still aren't caring, <laughs> and unfortunately, that's about 
fifty percent of our ridership right now. Is that normal? Anywhere you go. Is that normal or is no. that okay? Because we're not collecting fares at all. It's basically giving everybody carte blanche to ride the bus, whether they have somewhere they're going or not. So it's attracting the homeless because that's a yes. place for them to be warm and Yes. Mm. And it's I feel bad, but at the same time I'm worried about my safety and that of my coworkers. Yeah. And that that those who I come home to, like, what am I out here doing? Granted, I'm not in one of those highest categories, but at the same time, my family members are and I can't see my family members. I can't see my niece and my nephew. I mean, I can't, I can't go anywhere and do anything, but then again, nobody can. Mm -hmm. But I'm forced to come to work every day because, and some days work up to 16 hours a day because there's nobody else to do it. So it's, it's difficult. Things have changed a lot. Like most of us bus drivers, we have kids. Personally, I don't, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't, negate the fact that there's a lot of parents out there that can't come to work because they are their child's child care. So, I mean, what do you do when you don't have the option to telecommute, when you don't have an option for child care? What do you do? And that's one of those things, like, you seriously have to start questioning yourself, your motivation for yourself, and the health and safety of your family, friends, and loved ones in any way and then the government in general seeing as I work for a branch of government has to take into consideration all that and then some Mm -hmm. so do I feel that they're taking advantage of the situation no do I feel that they're keeping us as safe as possible definitely not do I feel they're doing the right thing by asking people to stay home yeah, sure. I wish they would do more. Mm-hmm. That actually leads me into my last question. Uh, as far as what's going on right now, we're kind of asking everybody from different walks of life, uh, how is it that you are coping and what is it that you would like to tell our listeners in dealing with the pandemic in maybe a positive way that would affect your industry or something positive that has helped you through this hard time? Personally, people call me Care Bear for a reason. Um, I try to be this happy-go-lucky person. I try to welcome each and every person on my bus. I try to say, have a good night, enjoy your day. I try to do something, either it be a head nod or a wave or something to make somebody smile and make their day better. If every single person out there could just a head nod, a smile, a wave, you don't have to say anything. But go out of your way to show kindness to others. We're all going through a tough time together. And we don't have to be alone. Just because you can't be close to anybody doesn't mean you're alone. You can call friends. You can do Zoom meetings, which is the new thing. I'm old and I don't know those yet. But, mm-hmm. you know, conference call or video call your your friends and play games over video chat or whatever. There's lots of other things to do. And spread kindness than just to be angry that you may have to go to work or that you're considered essential. Mm-hmm. There's definitely the protective steps. Cover your cough. Don't sneeze out openly. 
please God, don't sneeze on the bus. <laughs> don't cough on other people on the bus. That is gross in general. Now you could be spreading a pandemic. Thanks. Um, wear the gloves. Wear the face mask. Don't look at anybody cross-eyed if they're not doing something that you don't like or if they're doing something you don't like. Or we all have to go about our lives in some way, and some of us don't have the option or the liberty to stop everything we're doing and not carry on. And those of us that don't have the option are that are stopping everything they're doing and can't carry on. I genuinely, my heart goes out to you guys. That sucks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I am one of those people that could not be stuck at home for three weeks without going stir crazy and wallowing in a pit of depression, despair. That's just, I couldn't do it. And for one parting note for your listeners, if you do have to travel in public, please wear your own personal mask, take your own precautions, wash your hands, wear those gloves if you feel you need to, and stay away from other people. Yes, it's beautiful outside. Yes, it's tempting to go everywhere and see your friends. But ladies and gentlemen, this is not over. I'll tell you what, thank you so much for your time. This is incredible insight. It's a world that a lot of my listeners don't know, so just kind of learning about the operation of it in general is very interesting. I know what you're doing is very brave and very risky, and I just want to say thank you so much for you know, providing quality transportation for the county. It means a lot, and I hope you stay well. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is another episode. We will see you next time. Have a good day, everyone. Say bye. Bye.